All right. We are back with episode number two. I know some number of y'all two. saw it. We wasn't going to make it to two episodes, but we did. We in here. All right. I am Karan. Rano. All right. Let's start off with something light. What have you done since our last episode? Wow. Our last episode, I actually went to Vegas. You went to Vegas? I went to Vegas. Did you win any money? I won no money whatsoever. I oh. lost money. Shit. Vegas was empty as hell. Really? No shows. No good buffets to go to. Is that why I didn't get a birthday gift? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You have to go work Hunts Point tonight to um, get your <laughs> gift. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. I don't, okay. You don't. Yes, you do. No, I'll do anything yes, for the kids. No, you, do. you do. Go work the corner. No. Shh. All right. Uh, what have I done? Uh, in the two weeks, uh, my birthday was July 13th. Happy birthday. Uh, I had a lot of fun. That was cool. Birthdays are cool. Um, you know, it's amazing how my nephew is so much younger than me. You would think that I would be the nephew and you're the... Yeah, and you're the um, that's what I thought. I thought that's what we was marketing ourselves as. Is, 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 I'm the uncle and you're the nephew. Yeah, you know, I'm 21. Okay. You're 24. You, it was your third time turning 21? My fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a cute segment for you guys today. And yes, I called it cute. Uh, we took some questions on Instagram. We only going to do two because we got a lot of uh, real content to get to. So... Uh, your question is first. The question is, what financial advice would you give to uh, people in your age group or even younger people? Not my age group. Let's do the younger age group. Okay. Okay. So my age group, what financial yes. advice would you give me? I would say to make sure you save money. Mm-hmm. Don't go out and buy the labels. Yeah. Make sure you this use nigga said your don't credit go out and buy the wisely. Labels with Gucci shades on. <laughs> I had these for 10 years. Thank you. <laughs> Which means you got them when you was young. Exactly. Okay. Oh, so you're speaking from experience. Yes. I hear that. Make sure you pay your bills on time. Credit is everything. I, I can't uh, pay all your bills, your credit card bills. Get one credit card. Make sure you pay it, pay it every month. Guys, credit is so important now. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the question I'm going to do is, uh, what do you think should be purchased first, your first apartment or your first car? <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, and I think this is all depending on your situation and how comfortable you are where you are. Okay. But I would say car first because a car, and, and especially in New York City, a car is a little bit more attainable than an apartment right now. And... Cars can be used to make money. You could drive Uber in your, in your spare time. You could you could do DoorDash. A car could be a way for you to hustle. So, and I would a say, car can be a way for you in New York to gain more debt. Parking tickets, um, speeding cameras, um, red light camera. Okay. There now, was one time that I rack up like four hundred dollars in tickets in one month. Okay, so some more financial advice. Yes. Do not get a car. Okay. Get your apartment. Get on MTA. Pay your two fifty. Was it two seventy five? Two fifty? What? Uh, nah, I'm telling them don't do that. Just get your car. Get your ass on MTA. Get your car. Get and your pay car. your two seventy five, and mm-hmm. you get to where you have to go, <laughs> and you make sure you know you will be there on time. All right. So uh, we'll probably make uh, questions and answers and advice a staple. We won't do it every week, but uh, check out our Instagram, Pop Your Shit Pod. Um, and, and send some juicy questions like uh-huh. the advice, like tell me your man is cheating on you uh-huh. or you want to have a threesome with, with, with your next door neighbor and your school teacher. Uh-huh. You give us some, give us some juicy. Yeah, that too. Um, 
All right. So, uh, yeah, send us some questions. We'll probably post it every other week or so. Let's get into our core topics for today. So the first one we got, NFL, and I use the word NFL player loosely. <laughs> <laughs> NFL player uh, Kyle Quirk. Quirk, Quirk, Quirk. Quirio, Cheerio. Whatever well, the fuck his name is. Kyle Cheerio yes. uh, decided to come out of the blue and ask on Twitter the, uh, who finds Joe Scott attractive. Uh, um, Number one, his mother should have swallowed him. I agree. Right now, he's a waste of a man. He's also a waste of a so-called NFL player. And, dog, in real life, if you wasn't attracted to Joe Scott... Uh, the climate we in, where we where we we supposed to be protecting black women. We are exactly. not supposed to be bringing black. So even if in real life you're not attracted to her, keep that but you shit have to that yourself. right to yeah, you keep have it your to right. You Why have, would you put that on social preference. media? It's your right, but to put it out there like Breonna Taylor killers are still free. Yo, and Jill Scott wasn't even trending for nothing. Nobody no. was talking about Jill Scott. No, nobody was talking about Jill Scott. So, uh, uh, yeah, that was whack. And um, I would like to point out for those who don't know. And the headlines it says former NFL player. Uh, <laughs> this is Jill Scott. This nigga's undrafted. Nobody <laughs> wanted him. The only time he played play on the field he, he only, is when it's practice. He's only been on a practice squad. We so y'all using former NFL player real loosely. Okay, he's never been on the field. He's never played an NFL game. But anyway, uh, Kyle uh, Q-Tip, whatever your name is, uh, that was whack. And uh, right now, even if you, like I said, even if you felt like Joe Scott wasn't attractive, this is really not the time to be calling he out black kept women. That shit to himself. Uh, the only, there's only one time to really call out black women in, in this day and age. And this one we are talking about, go ahead and introduce it. Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Entanglement Smith. August Alcina and Will Smith. So if you watched the last episode, which I know y'all did. Um, we uh we we addressed the um the situation and the allegations, and it turns out they were not allegations. No. Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith dropped their red table talk about thirteen minutes. You can find it on Facebook. Just type in red table talk. And it got twelve million views in the first day. I think they broke um Facebook record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most views in one day in tw- in twenty four hour period. That shit was highly entertaining. What what did you think of it? I, I'll let you go first on this one. I mean, it was all right. I mean, I felt that she went on her own show to be a guest. Mm-hmm. To I think because she know that August needed help and he's kind of kind of off. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to to put it out there that he wasn't actually a homebreaker. Was a homebreaker. Mm-hmm. Homebreaker. Homebreaker. That's and, what you got from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you, got, you have to look at this. The Smiths has been have been mm-hmm. secretive their entire marriage. Mm-hmm. There have been rumors about them being swingers, mm-hmm. and not one time have they ever addressed their relationship. But this one time, I feel like, uh, in terms of like intention, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I feel like this is old news for them. I I feel like they probably addressed this with each other internally. Yeah. A long time ago, and yeah. it just resurfaced because yeah. August Alcina decided to drop an album yeah. that flopped, so he needed some views. But uh, to me, what I got from it was a few things. Okay, it, it seems like Jada Pickett Smith was ducking accountability. That's one. It's, she kept using uh, uh, keywords like uh, healing and depressed, and you know she was uh, she was she didn't seem like she maybe she wanted to feel young. Okay, she wanted a young man to hit that thing, and that's what August and, did. And that's fine, but mm-hmm. you have to take accountability, even if 
the uh, Jada Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith agreed that they were separated at the moment. Okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever Jada Pickett Smith and August Alcina was was doing, or the entanglement, whatever you want to call it, it, it got made public. And I'm pretty sure because they, he could, because he okay. made it, he made it public. Okay. And what I'm saying is, okay. I'm pretty sure they agreed when uh, they separated that they didn't want the world to know and make sure you keep your entanglements discreet. And Listen, I don't even think that it was a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was only sex. Whatever it was, it should have been more discreet. Jada, Jada, and, has, Jada got some good poom poom. He got sprung, and Will came back and said, "Baby, come home." And she said, "I'm on the way." August, it was nice doing you. Talk to you later. I could tell. I mean, I can't say I could tell. What it looked like to me from Will's body language. He looked very annoyed that he had to do this damn red table talk. He looked like he didn't want to be there. I would right? be annoyed too. Why are we yeah. on? Why are we having an interview about our relationship? Exactly, and it was Jada's responsibility to keep everything discreet. How? She, because did anything come out about what Will Smith? We don't know who Will Smith been fucking the last twenty years. Because he kept what he was doing discreet, out of respect for their marriage and their situation. Uh, what? What's wrong with that? She was discreet too. This happened four years ago. Not discreet enough. He's in his. He got into his feelings, and now Mm -hmm. he wanted to expose what happened because he had he have a new album coming out, and he wanted to promote that album, which I haven't heard today, or I haven't heard anybody talking about it. I haven't heard any Mm -hmm. of his music on the radio. Um, The last song I remember of him is "I Love It," and I believe that came out like ten years ago. Okay, so the uh, was Will had um. Allegedly had enough had a situation with Mar. I don't know if you know who Margaret Robbie is. I don't. She's an actress. Uh, okay. She's actually pretty decent. Oh really? And uh, she was in I Tanya. She was in I. You never seen I Tanya? No. I Tanya. That's some good shit right there. Okay. You're missing out. Uh, okay. No free promo. <laughs> yeah. I Tanya. Uh, anyway, the point is he has something with uh, celebrities who were promoting and needed and needed uh, and need and could have used that for promo, but they didn't. So what I'm saying is the only difference is whatever Will was doing, he was doing it to to where the public had no idea and they couldn't prove and, and, and not no idea. You still can't you still can't prove prove what happened with Jada in August. She said it because she said it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is nobody when whatever Will was doing, it never had to be acknowledged okay. in the public. Whatever. So that and was. And now I saw a picture of him and um, Beyonce, a uh-huh. picture of Beyonce and August floating around. Uh-huh. And um, from when <laughs> Jay Z cheated on her. So, yeah. like, what's now? What's, what, 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 what you want to say now? You and Beyonce was um, screwing? Who? Like, Beyonce in, in August. August, I was in the camp, pulled Beyonce. The fuck? He pulled Jada. Jada ain't Beyonce. Jada bad. But she ain't Beyonce. Okay. Oh, so, so now you team Beyonce? No, I'm not. I'm not, but uh, I mean, let's be honest. Let's keep it 100. Jada's not Beyonce. Jada looked damn good. I'm not saying she doesn't, but she's and not. And her mother looked good, too. Like, her mother's like 105, mm. and she looks good. Like, she has a six-pack. Right her body, her body is on point. <laughs> um, if August was smart, he mm-hmm. should have went for the mother. Mm-hmm. And he probably would have got his heartbroken worse. He could have still been with the mother. He probably would have got his heart broken even okay, worse. Probably. My final stance, and we I, I want to spend a bit uh, uh too much time on Jada Pickett Smith. Mm-hmm. But uh get your shit together, Jada. 
Even if y'all was separated, keep it discreet. Jada, oh. do you, boo. If you're separated, that means you're separated. You're mm-hmm. a free woman. You're able to do Yo. anybody <laughs> you want to do. On Don't Twitter. cut me off. Let me finish talking before I forget what the hell I got to say. Oh, that's You like to talk and shit. Oh, that's Okay, me. see, I already forgot. All right, go, go, talk. I forgot. Oh, okay. I was just going to tell you on Twitter, they said if August Alcina passed away, that means we know who killed Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Did you hear about the um the D, the um the DM that Fifty Cent sent um, yeah. Will Smith? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yo, it's, yo, Fifty is fucked up, yo. It's like so, Fifty somebody, is a savage. Yo, Sunday somebody go humble Fifty Cent. It's coming. Mm. Uh, what we talk about next? Um, Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West running for president. Yeah. That's your. Uh, I'm gonna let. Uh, that's your best friend's. Uh, Breonna Taylor's killers are still free. Okay. You don't want to speak on your bestie's husband? People, please do not go out and vote for Kanye West. That's like giving Donald Trump a free vote. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And Kim Kardashian, bestie, tell your husband to sit his ass down and make some more Yeezys. Uh... I agree. I agree with every sentiment you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye West running for president. It's funny because he announced it, what, the day after we... the day July after, 4th. Ju- that was the day after we recorded the first episode. Yes. And because uh, we we took two weeks because we went to Vegas and my birthday. Yes. Yes. And literally before we could even record another episode, they reported that he dropped out. <laughs> so uh, that didn't last long. Uh, what I will say is this. Because uh, I did see an actual report that he filed with the FEC to be an official candidate. Uh looks oh, to did. me. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Hmm. Looks to me like uh and this this is like obvious and anybody with like and you said it in pre production, anybody who knows anything knows. Uh right now, as it pertains to Trump and Joe Biden, um Trump is trying to uh take minority votes away from Joe Biden. Yeah. And uh the people who have the mindset of—I mean, it's just not Trump. It's any candidate. They—they they yeah. want the black vote is important. Mm-hmm. But I guess his uh, what I would say uh, his thought process would be is, well, they are uh, the minority. They are people who are like, I vote for anybody but Trump because we're not really fucking with Biden either. To be honest with you, not no. I don't. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, I'm excited for Biden to be president. No. But we just need to get Trump the fuck out of there. Exactly. And the people who have that mindset, he's throwing Kanye into the mix. For to take some of his fan base who are actually seriously gonna vote for this dude, <laughs> and take uh, votes away from the minor uh, the minority vote away from Biden, who probably who will probably win the mass majority of the minority vote because you know people ain't really fucking with Trump. But um, you know it's just obvious. Um, I hope so. People, I, please go to the polls this year. Like we definitely have to make a change. If Trump stay in in in, in the white at the, at the White House, I don't even think we are gonna have an America. Also. Yeah, the yeah. empire is falling for yeah. real. The yeah. empire is falling for real. Yeah, but definitely, it, and we've been doing so much good work as a community with the protesting and trying to get justice for for our people. And I would hate to see the end result be y'all fall for a ploy to yeah. get Donald Trump reelected. So really think about it. Really do some research. Really look at how um how things work in in politics and. I mean, it's not that hard. It probably you probably learn something in like thirty minutes, um, yeah. and it'll probably help save the fucking country. Which I think we passed that point, but we talk about that another day. Um, there was something else that was funny about Kanye. Oh, what was funny about Kanye West uh, running? I don't know if you saw, but like 
I would say three to four days later, the uh, TMZ dropped a story that said he was having a bipolar episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if it's true or not, but if it's not true, it would probably be he announced um, that he was running, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody saw through the bullshit, like the 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 Trump uh, bullshit, uh-huh. and then he was like, all right, we got to call it off. And so they was like, okay, throw the, if, throw the story out about me having a bipolar episode. But... On the flip side of that, I could really see Kanye West going through some bipolar episodic shit where he's oh, like, yeah. I want to be president. Yeah. So I thought that shit. And throwing a fit because he lost. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, but I thought it was hilarious when I read that he was having a, a bipolar episode. Poor Kim Kardashian West and poor North. I split my bestie and my niece. Yeah, niece. Oh, no, if it's the North, daughter, Northwest. right? Northwest, yeah. Ain't no poor, huh? Ain't nothing about that little girl poor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. All right, we going into... Nick Cannon next. This is the big one right here. This, this just is happened yesterday. Be your piece right here because I know how passionate you you were about this doing pre-production. All right. Uh, you want to give him some context, or you want me to give him the context? You do it. All right. So Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. An old interview resurfaced, and uh, the headline was Nick Cannon. Uh, was it an old interview? Yeah, it was like a year or two old. Oh, really? It was a resurfaced interview. It's not something he did oh. recently. No. Oh, okay. No, yeah. So he did an interview. And uh, the headline was Nick Cannon uh, uh, made anti-Semitic comments, right? Yeah. Which isn't true. Uh, but he did an interview called White People uh, Savages and Barbaric, right? Okay. And that was the headline. But there was no context given. So I went back and I watched it. I didn't watch the whole interview because it's way too long. Yeah. But um, I watched that clip. And what he, he was explaining, um, uh, what is it? What is the word I'm looking for? It's in my notes. Hold on. He was... Oh, he was explaining genetic annihilation. So I'll explain that real quick. I'll give it to you real quick. Um, as black people, when we lay down with a woman, we have the power to make a kid with any race and it will still be black. Exactly. And that's something uh, That's something he was explaining that that is why uh, uh, white people... And this is not even like white people today. Like this is nobody... He, he's not talking about anybody that was born... Past probably the 1700s. Exactly. Uh, he was saying uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, uh, the fear was that black people can sleep with a black man can sleep with a white woman and that baby is black. A black woman can sleep with an Asian woman and that baby is still black. And no matter who a black man sleeps with, if they make a baby, the baby is black. Still black. And uh, uh, white people just don't have that power. They make a they make a baby. They can only make themselves pretty much they make a baby with a black woman if a white man goes get a black woman pregnant that baby is black mm-hmm. so they he, they were talking about the concept of um um genetic annihilation and so he was explaining that that uh that was why back in, in slavery times and 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 beyond people uh, white people were so evil and barbaric to us which is the truth to be uh, is it's just the truth he's not talking about Sally from up the block or Karen down the street. He's talking about hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And I, to say that uh, uh, whites weren't evil and barbaric to black people hundreds of years ago, like that's the truth. We, this is common knowledge. So what happened is they clipped him saying that and they made it, they said it was anti-Semitic, right? And um, to me, it was just, and I actually read this morning that he apologized, which that really disappointed me. Because he was really telling the truth, and um, you know, I well, just want the apology was more so. If I offended you, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I think he went on to explain that you know that he was talking about yeah. years ago, so, and not 
today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. um he because I remember he did an initial apology where he said I'm not taking it back. He, yeah. It was basically like yeah. I'm explaining. And then he uh, and, this morning and he shouldn't it. take it back because he was only saying what's true. Yeah. So what what are your initial thoughts on it? Because we watched it yesterday. How you feel about it? I felt everything that he said was true. Um, I just think Viacom, was it Viacom? Mm-hmm. I think right now they're just trying to balance everything out. Because if a white man would have got on air and said that black men are savage mm-hmm. and they did not fire that guy, why can't Nick Cannon get on air and say white mm-hmm. people are savage? I yeah, think and- I think that's how Viacom was, Viacom mm-hmm. was looking at it. Mm-hmm. But however... Usually, when a white person is saying that blacks are savage, they're talking about us today, mm-hmm. not four hundred years ago. And I feel like even like in media today, like if you look at how uh, the protests were reported when George Floyd first passed away, mm-hmm. like if you look at if you turn on any Fox News channel and hear like the words they use to describe what was going yeah. on, it's like it's uh, to me they it's call wild. Us savage. They call us animals. To me, it's crazy that Nick Cannon said what he said, and he lost his job, and cops murdered Breonna Taylor, and they're still and they clocking still in. free. Still, every day, still clocking in, going to work, mm-hmm. enjoying their life. So to me, it says a lot. But um, um, another thing that he touched on in the interview, which, it, like I said, it's a really long interview, so you could watch it, but if you look at the part where he's talking about when he made his comments, uh, he was talking about uh, genetic annihilation, and then he was talking about the need for uh, white people to control what uh, uh, what black people think of each other through media and through uh, through a lot of things. And um, it just it got me thinking. And then I did a little research. So I was going to read it. I'm going to read an excerpt. Uh, this is from the Willie Lynch speech. This okay. speech was made in 1712. 1712. We are in 2020. And I'm going to read this to you. I ain't, ain't going to try to bore you. I'm going to just read it real quick. I, it's like one little excerpt. All right. I'm here to introduce to you a method of solving them. In my bag here, I have a foolproof method for controlling your back slaves. I guarantee you, I guarantee everyone, I guarantee every one of you that if installed correctly, it will control slaves for at least 300 years. My method is simple. Any member of your family or overseer can use it. I have outlined the number of differences among slaves, and I take the I take these differences and I make them bigger. I use fear, distrust, and envy for control purposes. These me- all right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get to the to the nitty gritty of it, and it says at the top of my list is age, but that is only because it starts with the letter A. The second is color, shade. There there is intelligence, size, sex, size of plantation status. Uh, and attitude towards owners. So if you look at that, that was that was a speech given in 1712 mm-hmm. that still rings true to 2020 today as it pertains to the divide in the black community, right? Uh, the biggest one that I, that I saw was color, right? Colorism. How often do we compare light-skinned and dark-skinned uh, people? All the time. All the time, right? And and the stigma, at least in my, in my age group, is that uh, dark skinned men are the best and they're tough and they're, they're these manly men and light skinned men are like bitches and yeah. like soft or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to an extent, you know, there's some funny jokes that come out of it, but and 
you got to think in 1712 this speech was given and this is still embedded in our in our psychology today in 2020 uh he we talk about color colorism intelligence so when i think of intelligence i think of uh how people are divided over like status in terms of like if you got a college degree or not and if you if you if you graduated high school or not what you're considered and how you looked at yeah uh, how you look at as less than if you don't have a college degree, and if you don't have a high school diploma in these days, they'll make you feel like oh, yeah, you don't know like what two shit. plus two is. Yeah, and, uh, it's crazy because to me, like you know, school's not for everybody. Some people aren't aren't school people, but they're good with other stuff. Yeah, uh, size, big and tall. Come on, how many times would you hear a girl say, "I'm not dating a dude under five four? Uh, you know, these standards that like are based off of shallow uh, things and. Uh, size of plantation status. That was the big one for me because how I compare that today is uh, where you live, what you got on your feet, what jewelry you got on, and uh, in our community especially, um, I feel like there's such an emphasis on if you got on Gucci or, or Jordan or what you got on your feet or where you live. Even like, give you an example. Uh, I, I just moved from Brownsville to Canarsie and I see the difference in how people react when I tell them where I live. As a, like when I say, oh yeah, I'm from Brownsville. And they think, oh yikes, you live in the ghetto, you live yeah. there, you broke, whatever. Yeah. And that's that's the stigma behind behind Brownsville. Think Canarsie, they're like, oh. Canarsie. Yeah, and then you say, oh, oh, well I live in Canarsie. They think, oh, yeah. you got money, you got a little, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's middle class, you know. And so uh, just like, and like I said, this, was, this speech was given in 1712 on how to keep a slave a slave for a long period of time such as 300 years. And at the very bottom of it, I don't want to read the whole thing because I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to bore people. But the last thing is, uh, the last sentence is, the black slaves after receiving, after receiving this indoctrination shall carry on and will become self-refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. So just to break that down to you, what, what he is saying is, if you install these methods, at, over time, we will and they will be embedded in. A, they they won't even have to install the methods anymore. It'll be we'll be doing it ourselves. Yeah. It'll become embedded in our culture and our brains, and you see it today. I right? mean, you have to you have to look at back in the day. The KKK used to kill mm-hmm. black people, mm-hmm. but today we're doing it for them mm-hmm. because it's been embedded in our heads to be mm-hmm. against each other. That it's like mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, you know, just just uh, like the divide that we have. You just got to understand this is a, a divide that they implanted in us. This is something that they that they that they embedded in us for generations and generations. And this is not something that uh you know blacks on, on their own uh uh kind of like this isn't divide that we have. This is a divide that was embedded in us and it's such a big deal cuz like I like when we unify, we're going to be a problem. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that 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 everything that Nick that Nick Cannon interview it touched on a lot of sh- stuff like that. I was about to curse. Um, it touched on a lot of stuff Don't like that. Shit. But <laughs> definitely <laughs> wanted to get that across because there's so much shit in that and, and, and from slavery times that still affects us today. And, you know, I just wanted to get my shit off. So um, I, I it's funny because yesterday when we was in pre-production, I was saying, like, black people need to ride for Nick Cannon because he's telling the truth. He really and is. he, he I, I felt like he was kind of get on his, he was trying to get on his Nipsey Hussle kind of bag, like where it's like. He was I think trying so. To, I think from here, Nick is going to do good because Nick is a man that's about his business. Nah, but he apologized, so I'm disappointed in him. It really wasn't an apology, but yeah, but he, 
that this is the time for you to just stand up for what you for stand up for. If you if you're gonna jump out the window like that, you can't just be like, I right, I'm sorry. Like you gotta be like, nah, I'm sticking yeah. I'm sticking. And then I think Diddy came out and was like, bro, if Viacom Diddy wanted to you, offer, offer him come to revolt. Revolt, yeah. I didn't even know Diddy own revolt. Mm-hmm. And Diddy. Then, Diddy. I know, right? P. Diddy. Uh huh. You got two black men here that's trying to make it big. Check us out. We will make you happy. We will make you happy. Yes. And a lot of money. But don't take our money like, like you like you took one twelve. I was gonna uh, say and, I didn't want to be the one and notorious B I well, I don't know about notorious B I G, but I know one twelve and total. Listen. Yo, when you said it in my head, I'm like, I heard Revolt don't be paying people, right? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, and uh oh yeah, and it was it, oh shit, I completely forgot the so I also had this other idea. Which and I, th- I I want you to I want you to pitch in on this too for okay. the next one because when we was in pre-production yesterday talking about the Nick Cannon uh, situation, I I had uh, gave I had told an uncle idea I had and the base basically it goes like this, I had said that it was a hot take that I had and it was like I think if black people had stayed segregated, I think we would be much better off today than we are because um, I feel like. If you look at the world today and uh, all the creative and all the, everything that goes on, everything stems from um, black culture. Like yeah. even things that we think of as mostly like white genre music, i.e., rock, rock uh, country, uh, metal, all that stuff started with black people. You think of rock, who you think of? Elvis, and who should they think of? Little Ri- Little Richard, exactly. So I feel like um, uh, being uh, had we stayed segregated, and I know it sounds, I know that sounds crazy, but hit me out. If we had stayed segregated, we would be our own entity. You know what I mean? We would be everything would be black owned. We hit. We it, it would be more stuff that would be owned by blacks. It would just we would be better off as a unit because we would so. have been forced to stick together. Yeah, but because uh, we I mean became, we we still we still can do it. Yeah, we still can. But I'm just saying, imagine if like because it used to be law that we were our own entity and they were their own thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, imagine how far ahead. Think of think of all the creative, bright minds that uh that the black community has put forth and the ideas that have kind of gotten stolen from us. Yeah, and that that opportunity wouldn't have been so easy if we hadn't ingratiated ourselves into the white community after segregation and going yeah. to white schools and being a part of white uh uh white communities and everything like that. So uh, it was just a take that I had that I felt like, yo, if we, if black people had stayed segregated, uh, who knows how far we would be? Because, like I said, we would be our own entity. We would be. Yeah. We we would I be think forced we to would be, be a force to be reckoned with exactly. if we just stayed black. Exactly. Okay. So um, yeah, that was just my that was just my thought. So so do you do you feel the same way I feel in terms of like, do you think I we do. would be better off? I do. Okay, so the next thing we got on our list is the peaceful protesters that were being arrested. You know Breonna a lot. Of, you, you know Taylor. about more. You know more about this than me. So I'm gonna let you take it over. Brianna Taylor okay. killers were still free. Mm-hmm. They're still clocking in, mm-hmm. going to work, going shopping, still spending time with their family. Mm-hmm. And Brianna is six feet under. Uh, all right, so I'm going to present this to you. You didn't like it in pre-production, but I'm going to present it to you anyway. Okay. At what point do we take justice into our own hands? Do you think we should? I'm, it's, a, it's a valid question. It's a valid question. I plead the fifth. You plead the fifth? Yes. You don't think it should be done? I plead the fifth. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> That's why I paused because I knew he had a, I knew he had something to say. This week in what was it, Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Kentucky, there was a peaceful protest. Um, the protesters were at the home of the Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Mm-hmm. The demonstrators were demanding the arrest and prosecution of officers that killed Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. who was shot in her house while she was sleeping. At this protest, 87 people were arrested and charged with, charged with a felony and could face up to five years in jail. Okay. Also, I know reality stars. Um, I was going to ask you from too. Housewives of Atlanta. Is that where Yandy was arrested? Yandy okay. Smith from um, Love and Hip Hop New York, uh-huh. and also the Minneapolis NWACP president president also got arrested. Okay. Felony charges. Felony charges. Felony charges. For where they could protests? spend like five years. Whoa. Up to five years in prison, and I believe that they can possibly be put away in jail for a long time for this peaceful protest. That's great. I know there was Because Kentucky is not a blue state. I know there was an athlete that got arrested protesting. I'm trying to figure out who it was. But yeah, it was, I think um, that's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Oh, Kenny Stills, Texans wide receiver, had a yeah. great season this last season. That's beside the point. Um, yeah, Kenny Stills is. was arrested with them. And to me, it's like, if the if the protest is peaceful, I like what's the law in Kentucky that you can't protest? Like now, I saw pictures and I saw videos uh, where the protesters were actually on his lawn. So I'm not sure if that's what. So trespassing is a felony. It, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, because the this sounds to me like the worst that you can hit him with is trespassing. Exactly. And maybe, maybe disorderly conduct. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And I don't know. That's a misdemeanor in New like, York. I, don't I feel. Know how. I feel that you're making yourself. You're making your state look even worse because you, you gave eighty. You charged eighty-seven people with a felony for a peaceful sit-down protest. Yeah. That's how many times have you seen a KKKs? Well, I don't know about you in here in New York, but mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in Georgia. Like we'll see KK, KKKs have a meeting at the Kmart parking lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. In Georgia? In Georgia. In Savannah, Georgia. Damn. Yeah. Nah, I've never seen nothing like that. Yeah. But I have. Like So I I'm curious, like, what are you doing in situations like that? Like you don't do you run away? Like what, like how do you what do you do? That I mean to me well, that's scary. If I was coming down the street, mm-hmm. even like in New York and I and I and I seen that, I would just I like I would leave. The thing is when I when I experienced that, I was like maybe 10 or 11. Mm. So I wasn't like fully aware of what they meant. Mm -hmm. But now as an adult, and I remember the the, um, costumes, that was the KKK. I remember, I remember, I remember one time they had a protest in the McDonald's parking lot. Mm -hmm. And as an 11 year old, you don't know what's going on, but as someone that might've been 50 or 60 or 60 year old at that time, that, that 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 went through the racist shit that we had to go through um, as being a black person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what went through their mind when they when they saw that? That's wild to me. Yeah. You think it's still like that in, in Georgia today? Like, you think if you you think you could ride through Georgia well, today? Well, now I before Trump came in, mm-hmm. you didn't really the racist was like kind of undercover. Mm-hmm. But now they're like open, out they're there. wide, they're wide, yeah, they're wide open. open. So I haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. 
but I know there's this one place that's, that's like outside of Atlanta. It's like mm-hmm. maybe I forgot the um the city name, where no blacks are even allowed to go into that city, that town. Still to this day. Still to this day. And I that's be, like I law believe, or I they enforce that they on their own. It's something they force it on their own. Like See, like there's something going on in Long Island mm-hmm. where there's this black woman. She's um she bought a house. And her white neighbors are harassing her. Mm-hmm. They put feces in her yard. They 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 they're standing behind in her in her backyard with with guns drawn. They actually had a protest last week in Long Island. In Long Island, yeah. I wish I'd known about that. Yeah. I go. I, this don't. was like last week, and she have a sign on her door. I, I believe she's like thirty seven years. She, she's a thirty seven year and old she single still mother. There? Yeah. Don't tell me that because yeah. I go throw some feces. I got yeah. If you know me. Yeah, so Shit. it's still crazy. Even even here in New York, where is where it's supposed to be safe? Nah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I wish you'd have never told me that because now I gotta find out where. To, like, I want to go and, and turn shit up now. Yeah, it's in it's in Long Island. Um. Okay. So, uh, oh, pop your shit about Breonna Taylor because <laughs> I, I I I cleared this whole segment for you to pop your shit about Breonna Taylor. Yo, Breonna Taylor. Number one, she had an album that dropped like a couple a couple weeks ago. It's insane. Like, she got an album that dropped? Yeah. Like, does she have this a, girl does she have a name? is so underrated that it's like, it's crazy. Like, she should be so much bigger than what, than what she is. Is this it? You got to send it to That me. says Brianna Taylor. That's not her name, Brianna Taylor? We're talking about Tiana Taylor. Oh, hold on. Wait, just to clear the confusion. <laughs> I thought you was popping your shit about Breonna Taylor. I just did. Oh, okay. So that was all you. Uh, the, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. All right. I can I see where the miscommunication was. <laughs> no, because I'm introducing this topic. So Tiana Taylor dropped her Mac makeup, and we got our makeup extraordinaire here in the building to give his take. I know, I know that y'all been clamoring for Ron's take on the. Tiana Taylor makeup, so give it to him. Pop your shit, unk. For all the makeup lovers and the Tiana Taylor's um fans, you must go out and purchase something from this collection. It's a third. It's a thirteen piece collection. She's giving you a nineties, a nineties vibe. The um, the containers. It comes. It's, it's like a fluorescent color. Um, and also the highlighter, ladies, and some men. If you love wearing a good highlighter, the you don't Tiana, gotta look at me when you say answer men like that. You don't gotta look at me like that. <laughs> the Tiana Taylor highlighter is off the chain. Is it better than Fenty? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I don't like Fenty products. I think Fenty, um, her stuff, it oxidizes quick. Like, it makes you look dark. You don't like Fenty products? No. The hell is wrong with her you? Her lingerie is nice. Oh, you but work for makeup, Mac, so but you. The, but the. Uh, Ex Mac worker. Oh, you you're a Mac. Uh, you, okay. So but I, I see, love I love Mac products. Like, I see why. Because I, I heard in the makeup community mm-hmm. that like Mac people don't like Fenty. Is that true? No. Oh, that's what I heard. I heard there's like a a makeup beef going on in that regard. Well, no. The thing is about Mac. It's like Mac was the only makeup that actually made a lot of shades for people of color. Yeah, you know I applied to be a manager at Ulta. Oh, really? Yeah. And what happened? They ain't get back to me. Oh, it's been like a year. Oh, <laughs> this is when I was really looking hard. I for guess a job. you can kiss that job. That job goodbye. I know, right? You know, how to do I makeup? could be. You gotta know how to do makeup to, to be a manager, also. I mean, what happens with if your makeup artist called out sick? 
Oh, I see. You what have it someone. Is. You have someone coming in at once that that that, that needs a uh, um a makeover for their for their wedding. I see why they didn't call me. Yeah. I thought I just had to like do inventory and shit like that. No. But if I would have got the job at Ulta, you would have came with me. No. Why not? Because. That's crazy. There's no loyalty mm-hmm. in this family. It's some. Um, okay, so keep going with Tiana Taylor. But this collection is a limited edition, so please go and support my girl Tiana while the supplies last. I think that Max should make this like this should be on on their shelves all all the time. Wait, hold on. You you gonna tell them about your business adventure? Your business venture that you uh that you that you dibble and dabbling in that you learning? Which you, one? The one we we went to go take care of yesterday. You gonna talk about it? Come on, let them know. Yo, your boy yesterday uh-huh. decided to go on YouTube, <laughs> Yo, I did not have watch a video, <laughs> and learn how to make a wig. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, it took me an hour to make this wig. Actually, my nephew he spent the day with me yesterday. We, uh-huh, we did. Pre- we did pre-production, right? Yes. And then we went to go get manicures, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to go to the beauty supply <laughs> nah, to go tell look the at some wigs. The, the manicures. The manicures. All right, boom. So I ain't really, I wasn't really digging the manicure. I just not, not because it's not manly. No, it's just, I don't like people painting my nails because they like bend it up and they feel uncomfortable. So he was like, tell them not to fuck with your cuticles. So like, I ain't mad. I'm going to go with you. Fuck it. All right, we went to the nail salon, right? He was getting a mani and a petty. I damn sure ain't let nobody touch my toes. I got dragon feet. So... Uh, he go get his toes done, right? So it, before he said, "I want my nephew to get a manicure," right? He's in charge of this shit. Now, I'm not. I'm not. Adver- I'm not really well versed in, in how nail salons work. All right, boom. So he go get his feet done, right? So um, the lady told me to sit down. I went and sat down, and Ron went, came back from getting his feet done to the manicures. But he's like, "Oh, did she finish?" And I was like, "Nah, she ain't, she never came up to me." So then I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, maybe she waiting for you to get your nails yeah. done. So that we could sit next to each other. She sat Ron down. The, the, yo, they just completely left me out there. They did. They they didn't care about me. They didn't want my money. They, they was, was like, lie. He, was really, like, he don't really want his nails done. They're like, this nigga don't want his damn okay. nails done. And after that, I, I went to the store to get some food while yeah. he was. But um, we yeah, we did pre-production. We got, our, we got our nails done. I didn't, but we're going to say I did. She's going to take my temperature and, and re- remove my hat. Oh, yeah. That shit was funny, too. So you got to check the temperature when you go in, right? And so Ron is got to be on your forehead. Ron is like picking his hat up a little bit. Y'all don't even want to know what this nigga look like under this damn hat. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chinese lady, this lady got to be like 5'2". 5'1". Five 5'1", five one. Five one, 72 pounds. And this little whore <laughs> took it upon herself to remove my hat. I was know, like, bitch, I'm, excuse to, me. She had to leap up to get it. <laughs> And he was like, bitch, <laughs> bitch, what the bitch, what the fuck is you? Yo, that shit was hilarious. But um, okay, so now you gotta talk about your business venture. All right, we did oh, the yeah. makeup. Oh, yeah. So we went to the beauty supply. We went to the beauty supply store. I bought um some 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 weave. Mm-hmm. I bought um uh, first of all, I ordered all my mannequin and my um head my head mannequin and from Amazon. Mm-hmm. That came in the mail. Mm-hmm. I Tagging went. We, we went to the uh-huh. weave store. I bought the hair store. Uh-huh. I bought the weave, the um, needles, and the thread. Came home, mm-hmm. watch a YouTube video, got to work in, and in one hour, I did my wig, and it came out absolutely beautiful. There was mm-hmm. the the wig is like laid. If y'all can see it, it's I was right say, can here. I show them? Yeah, show it. Okay, I don't know if y'all can see, yeah. but you know. 
That hair okay. is laid. Okay. City Girls, Megan Thee Stallion, you Beyonce, call me. You selling that? Do you selling this one? Yeah. For how much? What's the price? Make an offer. Make an offer? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Hit him up. Make an offer. BK Ohm. That's B-K-H-O-M-E. M-M-E, no, no, no. sorry. Double M. Double M. Relax. Yes. Sam, can I? Shit. Uh, we got about like what fifteen minutes left, right? Of recording. Yeah. So we got to get through our. We got to run through our last two core topics, and then you gonna roast. You gonna do some roasting, right? You gonna do me, Auntie? Yeah, you are gonna do it because we yeah. got time. Um, uh, Fifty Cent and Ti got into a heated debate about a versus on who will win, which uh, I don't really like that because we we in a, we in a movement and we can't be arguing about rap music. But since they Ti who uh, Fifty Cent, who you think will win a versus twenty songs? Fifty Cent. 50 Cent? Yeah. That's crazy because the consensus on the internet is T.I. Really? I think 50 Cent. I can't even think of one T.I. song. That's what I... I could think of a few T.I. songs, but I don't know. I just, I'm not I, feeling... Only song, the only song that comes to mind is the song he did, he did with Rihanna. Was it Live Your Life? Hey. hey. He, got some, he got some other songs. But he I got, mean, uh, 50 Cent, you, you got have whatever Candy you Shop. Like. You got the theme song from Power. And then um, no, you ain't even... If he allowed to do his G-Unit shit too? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Is G on this shit alone? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know Ti. Uh, but you know the T. I, South. I, don't, I, only, I think you from the South, know, so I you would have you some. from um from ATL the movie from being Tiny's husband and ATL oh. yeah, the movie ATL. I tried. I, th- I thought I, I thought you had a friend Ti. I was trying to throw your movie out there. He threw your wife into the bitch Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think of a Ti song. All right, so that versus is not happening, but they're arguing about it. The versus that is happening this weekend is Snoop Dogg versus DMX. Who you got winning? DMX. DMX. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, I think DMX. Yeah. I think I think DMX got too much. He do. He got. Like, too I much. can only think of one song with um, Snoop Dogg or two. What's the two songs? Well, three. What's the three songs? The song that the, the anthem last last summer. What, what was it? Um, I live in my best life. That's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's in it. Oh, I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. that was Lil Duval. That's not Lil Duval. It's Lil Duval. Featuring Snoop Dogg. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. So and then what's and the song? song? It was beautiful. And um, his first song, um, Bow Wow Wow, Yippee Yo, Yippee Yay. You're not going to do the Drop It Like It's Hard? Drop It Like It's Hard? Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. And what about, you know what song is underrated by Snoop Dogg? What? Sensual Seduction. Oh, oh yeah. That song is underrated. Yeah. The Lil' Kim remix was hot. Uh, oh, oh, God. Little Kim, the Queen B. Little Kim. So you got DMX, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I think DMX too. But mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, last thing I wanted to touch on in the core topics was my boy Pop Smoke dropped his album on July third, uh, July July third. It was dope. Well, Pop Smoke he did, he didn't drop his album. Yeah, it's a posthumous somebody, album. Somebody somebody did yeah, it for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Fifty executive produced yeah. it with the manager Stephen okay. Victor. The album was dope as shit though. Really? Mm-hmm. To me, that that's that it's What's that the ratchet shit. There? The best song. Yeah. Light skin, tatty, ass fat. I need your number and that's that. I need your number and it don't sound good without the beat. And it's my voice. He light skin, tatty, ass fat. I need your number and that's yeah. that. Who, whoa, pop smoke. Grr. All right. So, yeah, that's what I think the whole album was dope. It, it did 250K its first week. That's good. That's good. That's like Drake numbers. And then it's on pace to do 100K this week. Mm-hmm. So that's 325K in sales in two weeks. It's amazing so. how these artists, how these artists, album go number one after, after they, they pass. die. Yeah. Like, they can't see their success. I'm not really a Juice World fan, mm-hmm. but Juice World, uh, he's a rapper who, What's who Juice died. World? He's a rapper who passed away. Uh, I think last year. Uh, what, ha- what happened to him? He uh, 
he took like a bunch of Percocets and overdosed. Oh, on the airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Him, him, him. He his album dropped his pos- and his album did five hundred k first week. Really? Yeah. They 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 ran his album numbers. And up. I don't know one song from him either. Yeah, I'm not. His a name is um, Juice, Juice World. World. I'm not. I, uh-huh. Even when he was alive, I wasn't really a big fan of the music. I mean, now I became a fan of the guy that got shot. His name is um, Extension. Extension. XXX Tentacion. Oh. XXX Tentacion. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah. Where do, oh. I, get, where do, I, where do I get Extension from? That. I, it's it's a you, I can see that mistake. Oh, okay. XXX Tentacion extension. Yeah. We you done fucked up now because now I'm gonna call him extension every time. I know, I'm talking right? About. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but Pop Smoke's album was dope. Uh, a lot of the fuss about it when it first came out was they didn't like the features. They felt like there was enough New York artists on it, like Chef G, Polo G, uh, and all the other hood rats. I don't know any of these people. Uh, yeah. What City Girl on the album? City no, Girl? City Girls wasn't uh-huh. on the album. Uh, I don't think none of that would have been a collab. Pop yeah. Smoke featuring City Girls. Uh huh. There was no bullhead hoe shit on this. Oh. <laughs> All right, that was my uh, my last core topic. All right, so me auntie is gonna get a little is gonna get a little deep this week. Well, it's not gonna be too much of a mean auntie, and I'm uncle today. I'm not I'm not auntie auntie today. Oh, that's I'm but uncle. that's what the that's what the segment is called, me auntie. Okay. So you wanted to be me uncle? Yeah. All right, me uncle today. We got, uh, uh, there was a one-year-old boy that got shot in Brooklyn at a block party, and then I'm going to let you pop a your, that's all I'm going to I'm going to pop your shit, pop your shit on. Black people, we got to stop. We got to stop the killing. <laughs> it's bad when it start with black people. We got to stop the killing. I mean, an innocent one-year-old was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Like, this baby can't do anything ever in life again. Like, he was going to turn two in two months. He can't even see his second birthday. A one-year-old has to be put down in the ground for something stupid, and the killer is still out. Like, how can you live with yourself knowing you killed an innocent one-year-old? Crazy. The least you can do is turn yourself in. Like, you took the life of a one-year-old. Like the father went on air and he said that he will never be able to hear his son. Like I'm giving chills right now just talking mm-hmm. about it. Like mm-hmm. this father will never hear his son call him daddy. The mother will never hear her son call her mommy. This one year old will never experience his first day of kindergarten. This one-year-old will never have a birthday that he can actually remember because someone decided to shoot out at a park where people are out having fun or trying to have a good time during this pandemic. And listen, to you people that are saying that, why did the mother have her child out? Why the mother this? Why they that? Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. This is a child. A child need to be out catching fresh air. A child should not be in the in, in the house at three or four. This happened like at three or four, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was broad, broad daylight. It was broad daylight. Yeah, it was broad daylight. How dare you say, why did you have your child out during during this time? Because a child needed fresh air. The child needed to be a child. And to the killer, I hope you turn yourself in soon. I'm that done with this. Happen. 
Uh, only thing I got to say about that is, um, yeah, uh, I, I feel like for your kid to pass away and then people on social media blaming you for your kid passing away, let's have some compassion. Like, exactly. come on, let's, we better than that. Like, how and do you? I, I, I'm not gonna, I, I made it a big deal not to stand for people uh, uh, using uh, violence as to why uh, black lives shouldn't matter. But on a separate subject from black lives matter, we gotta chill with the violence. We gotta chill with uh, the shootings and uh, I, I think it is, I, this is nothing pertaining to Black Lives Matter because they're two separate things. Yeah. But I think we got to chill with the violence in our community we and do. stop killing. We got we to do better. Gotta, like, can y'all we, fight? We got we to come as one. Yeah, y'all gotta, can y'all fight? It's one thing to fight and whatever. We don't have to fight. Just just talk like, your issues out. Just stop out. killing people. Yeah. Um. Uh. The last thing I'm going to do, and then we can close it out, Uh. my little sports segment. Which is also no, don't don't do that. You so disinvested. That's not even a word. Um, okay, uh, last week Deshaun Jackson uh, posted some anti-Semitic comments on Instagram. Right, boo, bad. Mm. Eagles uh, were trying to find a way out of his contract to release him, so they're trying to fire him. Right. Okay. Uh, only thing with the Eagles is in 2013, a young white receiver named Riley Cooper. Uh, was in a similar situation. He used the word, he said, I'll sh- uh, kill all these niggas in here on video, and the video got released. So we're going to talk about Riley Cooper, the white receiver's punishment, which was a $25,000 fine. Okay. And uh, he got he got suspended for ha- a half of a game. Okay. Uh, a half and, of a game? Yeah, so he was allowed to play at half <laughs> after halftime. And then afterwards, the very next week, he was granted a three-year extension. So a white receiver said nigga on video in public, and he and he was violent. He was using the word violently, and he got his contract extended the very next week. And Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, whew, Deshaun Jackson, uh, posted anti-Semitic comments, and they were quick to try to wiggle wiggle their way out of his contract. Which they didn't because they have too much guaranteed money tied into his uh, contract. Yeah. So it really it would financially hurt them to cut him. But if they could have, they would have. And uh, to me, that's whack because this is a rare situation where the 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 situations are completely parallel. The only difference is the time. They both play wide receiver. They both play for the. It was on the Eagles. There's no. The only variable is the year. One happened in 2013. One happened in 2020. And, you know, to see Riley Cooper was rewarded basically for what happened with him and Deshaun Jackson, they were trying to throw him away like a like a like a fucking hot potato. Yeah. And it's not lost on me that, uh, you know, this is regular shit we've been complaining about. But to me, you know, just bringing it to like I don't even I'm so tired of talking about the negative shit, but it's t- it's crazy to me. Um, he didn't lose his job, which is cool. But I, I feel like uh if the Eagles could have got out of that contract, they would have released him. Of course. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Did, did you look up who Deshaun Jackson is? Yeah. How, how you feel about him? I mean, I didn't read the story, but... Oh, I know. I meant, like, is he I cute? I just want to see how he looks. He's all right. Oh, okay. What about Riley Cooper? I, mean, I really think he's a type. I don't know who Riley Cooper yeah. is. <laughs> he's not really a type. Uh, anything you want to say before we close it out? Brianna Taylor killers are still free. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Brianna Taylor. Um, so uh, we got one more segment. Once again, it's already happened. It's my mom's segment. My mom's rant. She is gonna rant on uh, the Goya controversy. Did you hear about the Goya con- controversy? I did. 
So she last I didn't touch it. I didn't put it in our in our notes at all because mm-hmm. that was her segment. So shout out to my mom. Her rent is uh is coming up. Uh, also this bracelet is from her website tinasloveschild.com. Yes, check her out. Yeah, her her shit is dope. Quit playing with my mom. She mm-hmm. fucking dope. It's black owned. Uh huh. Black owned business. www.tinasloveschild.com. And if you can't motherfucking hear and you can't motherfucking read lips, I'ma put it in the motherfucking bio. Period. All right. With a T. That's it. We done. Episode two.